All right. This week on One More Pass, we cover more NFL, obviously. Gosh, I think that's all we talk about these days, guys. Is there anything else? No. Okay. Well, there's there the World Series. Oh, World Series. Yeah, we kind of cover uh, the blunder that is the uh, Tampa Bay Rays manager's decision to pull out Brad Snell. We talk a little bit about the not so good look that the Dodgers had with uh, the super spreader victorious event they had on the field. And uh, yeah, just like I said, more NFL. So guys, y'all ready to go? Let's go. Let's do it. One more pass. Yay. Welcome back to the One More Pass podcast, week 15. You guys can follow us at One More Pass on Instagram, at One More Pass on Twitter. Rate and subscribe to whatever podcast platform you listen to. And uh, yeah, guys, we're almost halfway through the season. Election edition. Election yeah. edition. Huh? Go, going live now. Not trying to think about that right yeah. now. But, okay. You know, yep. Yeah. Not trying to think about that. Have but. we got the map up yet? Are we ready to start? Uh... Uh, yeah, we're about to start, you know, like the whole smart map in uh, classrooms. We can... Uh, you know, go Trump, Biden, and then too close to call. And then yeah. we can have all the uh, the votes tallied up. New York is is just a loss at football. They just, yeah, they just get zero. Just yeah. Giants. It's just black. Yeah. It doesn't go red or <laughs> red or, uh, or blue. It just, it just breaks black. off. It just breaks off and yeah. goes off into the Atlantic. It just falls into the Atlantic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, just Manhattan and that part of New Jersey where a MedLife Stadium's at. They oh, go away. Lord. But Western New York, the Bills, not too bad. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Not too bad. I always forget about the Bills. Yeah. Being, being in New York. Yeah. So, uh, Joey, where were you at with Scotty McCurrier this week? Uh, we were in Knoxville <laughs> on Friday. Um, uh, I mean, I guess technically I didn't play. We didn't play a show. Oh. Uh, I was just on a college tour with my daughter. But I, but we, I could have, I could have played. Yeah. Like I still know how to play the drums. Uh, college tour number three. How's everything going? It's going good. Yeah. It's going well. It's going well. I think uh, UT was impressive. It's big. Yeah. The stadium was awesome. I'd never actually been out and seen the stadium that up close. Got a little nostalgic when I saw, I think it's Peyton Manning place or they've got Peyton Manning, Philip Fulmer, and there's one other Johnny Majors. Johnny Majors that, yeah, all probably. the streets around there. So I saw the, somebody was like talking about the history of the school and their education. And I just looked up and saw that it was Peyton Manning place or Peyton Manning lane. So I just worshiped for about 30 minutes. So is the whole uh, campus uh, stuck back in 1997? Pretty much. Yeah. 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 Cool. Everybody's just holding up signs and saying we're number one and <laughs> the glory yeah. days. <laughs> yeah. You could tell the jump from um the the amount of money at that school just that goes into you know, the new construction, the the stadium. I mean, it seats like a hundred and three thousand. Uh it was impressive. And their team shop, you know, at the end of the tour, we always like to go. We always tell I've told the girls you can get one piece of swag from one school until we you figure out where we're actually going to go. It's like that. I've never seen a, a call. I've never seen a team shop that big. It was massive. And you know that the Vols orange is such a different orange than the Broncos orange. Oh yeah. We talked about it last week. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So just imagine like it felt like a 10,000 square foot warehouse of just every orange. combination. Oh. I'd rather look into like, uh, I, I just, that, that would just give me a seizure. I think it's that much. 
it's pretty tough. Well, and then there's a lot of combos, you know, cause you're, it's kind of, it's, it's the South, it's Eastern Tennessee. So there's, they had like the checkered, the full checkered bodysuit, the orange and the white. Yeah. Um, there, there was some, there was some cool merch, but, uh, I think so far she's leaning towards Western Kentucky has still been her favorite. Wow, man. Which I tried to love big red. I cheered them on as best I could against BYU. They're, they're and they're much closer. They are. They were a little, what, out, like they were a little 65 outmatched. 65 miles. Yeah. It's far. not far at all. Yeah. So that's yeah. So Knoxville, Knoxville, not to play. You still had uh, Scotty McCreary in your pocket on your phone yep. on a playlist. Yeah. Or uh, Scott McCreary. <laughs> as I saw a picture of him yesterday, apparently he's sporting full goatee now. He's Scott. Yeah. Yeah. Bryn, Bryn was, she loved that. He's officially yeah. an accountant. Yeah. Scott McCreary, yep. CPA. He's a man. Yeah. Hey man. <laughs> CPA. He's, yeah. Hey man, he's in between. He's in between. <laughs> Joey's giving me this look like, Stop talking about my <laughs> boss right now. Rob, uh, were you anywhere with Brad Paisley this past uh, week? Yeah, I took a tour of my yard <laughs> um, to kill moles and and treat for grubs. That's pretty much what I toured. That's the work I did this weekend. Nice. And a few other things, but yeah, no. No, uh, no Paisley train this weekend. Again, mm-hmm. just being domestic, getting things done, you know, winterizing and yeah, for sure. All that, all that fun homeowner stuff that you guys. I think uh, the winter, I, I think. I'm going to tell people that I, I'm just kind of winterizing my career. <laughs> just kind of Putting up some weather stripping. Yeah, just kind of, you know. You got some antifreeze. Yeah. yeah. Put, the, put the grass seed down. I've been watering it. I just want to give it time. You know, I think in the spring, it, it'll start to bloom again. Yeah. Speaking yeah. about that, we're having the pool guy come and uh, he's going to winterize our pool pump and pipes. Yeah. But if you actually want to go look, uh, there's really no water in it now because I... Uh, swept the bottom to get some algae out to shock it a little bit, and then I uh, woke up this morning and all the water was gone. So maybe <laughs> so you maybe, maybe you maybe you widened the tear and the lining I, yeah, at I some think point. I did. Yeah. So now it's just like, well, I guess we don't have to shock it every single month yeah. until we get back. So winterizing. I guess we're all doing that in some form or fashion yeah. this week. Now you were work hashtag blessed hashtag, yeah, another, hashtag uh, work flex uh work flex yeah that's uh, two weekends in a row. Are you exhausted uh, for one day? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, very exhausted. We. We shot video for a couple new Michael songs and uh, we did that. We had like, I don't even know if I should share this on here, but we thought that one of our guitarists, Jeff Coleman, we, uh, he apparently woke up the night before we were supposed to tape and uh, he was running a fever and uh, we were just like, holy shit, no way. So of course, like everyone's freaking out because we rehearsed what like, what like the weekend previous. And of course, when we, like, we all were wearing masks and we were all, you know, distance, you know, like in rehearsal place, but still it goes through your head. And, and Jeff's like, yeah, I just had this weird sensation like in my legs. And then, and then I was just running a fever for about eight hours, but come to find out he went and got a rapid test and uh, he was all clear. And then like Michael obviously got one because of course, if he had COVID, then, you know, the whole thing would be shut down instead of me scrambling to find another guitarist three hours before a shoot. But yeah, we're all clear. No one has COVID, but um, old Jeffrey Coleman. Oh, actually, happy birthday, Jeff. It's Jeff's birthday today as we oh, record this. Sweet Jeff. Happy uh, birthday, buddy. Yeah. Just stroking his beard. Yeah. yeah. Out a vodka soda with lime. But uh, isn't Je- is Jeff's pretty young, isn't I feel like Jeff, I thought he was older. Maybe it's because well, of he's the an beard. old soul, too. He is an and old he soul. And he has the, the very lustrous long yeah. beard. Wait, are you joking right now? No, is he's younger, isn't he? No, he, uh, no, he's older than me. Are you sure? Well, he's, of course you're sure. He, he's yeah. 37 or 38. Mm. Were you your guitar player that has the beard? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I guess I wasn't right. I'm actually the youngest person in the band. I'm 33. Fun fact. So. That is a fun fact. <laughs> I'm the one that brought up. Yeah, you are. Yeah. You are. You're welcome. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we always had a COVID incident 
uh, a COVID scare, but we're all clear. I'm fine. So don't. Yeah. So it's just funny because it happened to Jeff because all this shit always happens to Jeff. So um, yeah, that's what we did. Shot some new songs. Did kind of a long night, but yeah. And now we wait to see what's going to happen. So we may not work again until next year. Actually, not May. We won't work yeah. again until next year. So yeah. So that was our week. Do y'all want to talk about anything else before we get into sports? Hmm. No, not really. Just football. No. Just football. That's really all I want to talk about. Right all right, now. let's get, get into my it. mind off things. Yes, let's get into it. First off, okay. What are we going to do about the Cowboys? So we had Nick Danucci. I had no idea who this dude was. I, Wait I, a minute. Did I, you read the tweets, though, that I sent you guys? Dude, we're going to get there. Okay. Rob, I, we're I, get there. I still don't know who he is. Where did he play college ball? Uh, somebody, James Madison. James Madison, yeah. Wow. Tripper. Yeah. Tripper would yeah. know. Yeah. Get dude, he played at James Madison. Could you imagine at the beginning of the season... Like you wake up and you're just like, oh, well, I guess I'm, you know, third string for the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm probably not going to play this year behind Dak Prescott and Andy Dalton. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Andy Dalton gets rocked. And a couple weeks before Dak Prescott just completely mangles his ankle. And then you're just like, oh, it's my time to go yep. on, then, su- on Sunday night football on Sunday night football. Welcome, you know, and plus like grand against the Eagles, which, you know, NFC East, we always make fun of them. But so what do you all think the Cowboys should do? Try to sign another quarterback go on with Danucci and hopefully like Andy Dalton will get better. Like as the weeks go on, but like he took that hit pretty hard. You know, like he may be out for a few more weeks. I think they had to reattach his head. Yeah. I saw on Twitter, his head actually came off. That was so scary to watch that one. I, I think if it's any other, if it's any other division, the Cowboys would be sellers, right? They're, yeah. What are they? One or they, they were they're two. Are they two and six? Two and six. So of course, if you're in, you know, the Chargers just started trading a couple of players after Denver's amazing comeback win. We can get into that later. Uh, but the Cowboys, because that division is so freaking awful, what are they? They're a game out. So it's kind of a yeah. it's kind of an it's a unique situation that they they don't need to become sellers. I think they need to get another quarterback. I mean, when's the trade deadline? Is it? Is it's it today. today? Yeah. yeah. That that that's uh, not going to happen. Then I mean, who they're going to get? <laughs> that's true. Yeah, um, I would guess that Dalton with a concussion protocol. I, I would guess he'll be back this week. Worst case scenario, mm-hmm. the week after he well, he needs to be back because they're playing Pittsburgh. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they 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 need to just hang a giant white flag. Well, on, and they on, they on need the to score. They, they need to be better than they are. I mean, with as much money as they paid Zeke, the offensive line. I know they have a bunch of injuries. Everybody does, but they need to be better i mean they should be better than than they are oh yeah because like that's the point now to where it's just like like there's certain teams that can make the argument of oh we have a bunch of injuries to our o-line or whatever else but yeah you know we're at the point now to where it seems like every single team has some sort of something going on like getting past that like i don't think that you could really use that as an excuse i mean like besides you know dak just completely having that freak accident injury going on you have the dudes in the trenches you know blocking i mean like o-line and plus like even like on the opposite side of the ball for defense like those dudes are just down in at every single play. Like what's the point where like you can't use that as an excuse anymore this season? Yeah. It's like you said, every, every team is, is being effective. I mean, I think I sent you guys this from Twitter if you hadn't seen it, but the 49ers Kittle is now out eight weeks, which is probably the rest of the year. And Garoppolo is going to be out four weeks or more. I mean, you talk about a team that has lost everybody. Yeah. Um, they have, and they're still, I know they lost now. So I think they're four and four now, but they're, you know, they're figuring out ways to piece it together where the Cowboys, they, 
they seem to be unable to do that. And their wide receivers are, they have so much talent at wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Maybe Danucci. Um, every time I say Danucci, I think Fanucci from Godfather 2. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Uh, that's like, what I think. Right, because watching him yesterday, well, I mean, on Sunday actually, was uh, just like, check down, check down. I mean, like, because what, like, I have Amari Cooper on my fancy team. Just didn't do shit. It's just like, check down, check down, check down, which I mean, like I get it. Like you're kind of coming in last minute, but it's just like, I don't see how the Cowboys can really salvage the season. Rob, what do you think the Cowboys? I did. I just think, yeah, I mean, getting Dalton, if they get Dalton back this week and can make a respectable showing because they're not, they're not going to be Pittsburgh. No, there's, you know, some, some weird force majeure thing would have to happen. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I mean, they do have good wide receivers. Obviously, defensively, they're just terrible. You know, they may be able to salvage something if they can keep um, they can keep Dalton's head on. You know, Zeke's still a, a great running back, although he's underperformed pretty much all season so far. Uh, I think th- there's a culture thing there too. That's you know, you get to this what I like to call the halfway fraud alert in the seasons. You start looking at the teams that are that might have winning records, but like well, and usually like this weekend was a good example: Tennessee, Green Bay. Even the Ravens, to a certain extent, it's like, are they as, you know, they should have won that game. Right. I think. Um, Tennessee, by all accounts, should have beaten Cincinnati. Yeah. But with Dallas, I, I think you, you're you starting to see a culture where guys are starting to fucking give up, mm-hmm. you know, and you have an owner that's crazy. Yeah, you have because a coach, you have a coach that doesn't really seem to, <laughs> maybe at times, you know, I don't know. I, I just think they, they just might be done. I don't know. I don't know if Dalton's the guy. Dalton's probably a, a guy to get you a couple of more, you know, maybe a couple of wins in the division. But if Philadelphia gets healthy and they start playing a little bit better, even though Wentz has been, how many times did he, did he have like a, a couple of fumbles or, or what did he have on um, Sunday night? He's he had a pretty bad game, even though they won. Yeah. Like two interceptions and a fumble or something like that. Mm-hmm. Peterson's the better coach. I, I, st- I still think they win it. I think Dallas is done. I think they've just have an endemic culture problem where I think they've just kind of given up. Yeah. Because I mean, this all stems from Jerry Jones, right? I mean, that's has to, it always does. Yeah. Yep. And Dak is, was kind of the, he's, he's like, was the heart and soul of the team. Everybody loved that guy. I'm not even a Cowboys fan and I love Dak. Yep. Yeah. You know, um, you, you root for guys like that. Yeah. I kind of think they're done. Mm-hmm. Kyle, have you missed, uh, you haven't been able to text Tana thrill. No, I have in a couple of weeks. I know that was, I mean, I was surprised they hung in there as long as they did with them. But I mean, like going back to, you know, your false fraud alert, you know, like halfway through the season, Rob, it's just, you know, I mean, like, I feel like those games within the division are always a lot more competitive because obviously those, you know, teams, you know, play each other twice a year. Most of the time they have, you know, like the same scheme going on throughout, you know, like a couple of years just to keep it consistent or whatever with coaching and stuff like, you know, Green Bay and, um, and other uh, Vikings, uh, Cowboys, Eagles, like whatever else. But um, yeah, man, Tannehill. I mean, I just think the Steelers are the perennial Super Bowl favorites right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, they have to be. You know, well, uh, the the Bengals, the Bengals are, which are you could say this about a lot of teams in the NFL. They are a better team than what they've played like in Burrow. So oh, not far. if you listen to talk radio yesterday. <laughs> they were a bad team. I, and this this might have been my pod, damn it! But I'm just going to go ahead and make this comment real quick and. We'll move on or, or to your to your point. Titans, local radio sportscaster guy and local Titans fan. It might make you feel better to say you you beat you got beat by a bad team. It shouldn't. 
Yeah, it would be the opposite. <laughs> it I should think. be the opposite. Yeah. But I heard that I, I, you know, my little side job that I do, I have to drive around all day, and I, I, I don't know, I ran out of podcasts or something, so I was just listening to a lot of sports talk radio, and I, I think I heard the excuse. Well, they're, you know, they're a bad team, and you know, and it's like, no, they're they're actually not a bad team. You lost to a you lost to a team that was patchwork. You lost to an offensive line that was practically a practice squad. Guys that hadn't, none of those dudes had started. That wasn't the same line that started in week one. Yeah. Quentin Spain got hired that week. Former Titan. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) You know, like, like they were patchwork and you cannot get off the field on third down. Yeah. Yeah. They played, they outplayed you. They, you got jobbed. You got outplayed by a team that I necessarily don't think was a, is a bad team. I mean, they've lost some close games. They got blown out by what was the one they got beat really? Oh, was it uh, Baltimore? But, they hung they, with the Browns. They should have beat the Chargers week one. They've hung like, with everybody. They they've hung with everybody pretty much. But I think they yeah. didn't. They, they got stomped by was it was it Pittsburgh or Baltimore? Anyway, so don't sit there and call them a bad team. Yeah, that makes you feel better. It shouldn't. Yeah, right. <laughs> because I mean, like the perception not a, always is. There's no like, consolation in that at all. Uh, right, because I mean, like the perception always is. Oh, this team was the worst team last year. Got the number one pick this year. Oh, they're terrible. But no, like they've hung in there every single game, like except for like maybe one, like one and a half games where it's been kind of rocky. Them and uh, like the Chargers too. That's another team. They're, they're- I do like grain like the Broncos got beat, but at the same time, it's like the Chargers are actually a pretty decent team. Just to correct you, Denver did beat the Chargers. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh yeah, I said that. You said the Broncos yeah. got beat. Yeah, so the Broncos. Oh, sorry. Beat. I know what you meant, but for the millions of listeners, I just, it's just really important that they know that Denver won this week. Sorry. I, uh, yeah, I just need to not get so... If we lose this week, I'm going to come back to you because of this. Okay, sorry. Podcast. Please don't kill me. You well, know where I live. That's not good. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, I mean like Chargers and Bengals, you know, like they've hung in there for the majority of the games and I think it's kind of irresponsible for, you know, local talk radio to try to be like, well, they got beat by a bad team. doesn't make you sound good anyway, just like you were talking about. Like yeah, it just makes it sound worse. I think we can all agree they're legitimate, the legitimately bad teams like the Jets, you know, Dallas. But, you know, there's a handful of teams that are like, yeah, if you lose to them, you you shouldn't have. That's a, that's a, yeah. that's a terrible team and probably most people won't. You know, when I'm watching that game and, and just seeing guys like Clowney and, uh, you know, and Jonathan Joseph just looked old out there. Like he was getting runner in circles it's like and you know you think picking up desmond king from the chargers is is that your you know and everybody's like oh john robinson he's such a great gm and it's like his his draft class this year has been a unmitigated disaster yeah Isaiah Washington non-existent. has not seen the field they've been terrible their free agency has not been good as we can tell evidence by Clowney and and um and beasley and beasley so Make all excuses you want, but there there are some there are some systemic problems, mostly def- defensively in that team. Now Tannehill, I, I'm still you know he played great last year and he's been he's been pretty solid this season. But like Burrow outplayed him. Yeah, he ran the ball. He he ran that team. You know he 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 made some tough plays. Tannehill just looks like a B minus quarterback to me. I don't think he'll ever be an elite player. Great port- great quarterbacks make plays and make and lift the team. I mean, that's what, you know, that's what you look at Dallas. They had a great quarterback and he's gone. Yeah. And so, look at him now. Yeah. And look at him now. So I, I just, um, I don't want to spend too much time on the Titans. I, I generally pull for them. I want them to win, but people have to start kind of looking at the, the score sheet a little bit deeper 
you know, it, it's not just because, well, you know, but and I'm like, no, you have, you've got about a bunch of old guys that are unperforming on defense. You know, Jeffrey Simmons played pretty well. I mean, you've got some younger guys that should be stepping up, but there's some issues on that team. And who do they play this weekend? Chicago. They're playing a really good defense. Yeah. I think they play Chicago this yeah. weekend. So they're playing. A, I mean, the saints struggled against that. That's a really good defense. They should have lost that game. So it's going to be tough. And then lo and behold, look around the corner. Who's coming every <laughs> fucking year. They're the Colts yep. and they're surging. And you know, My I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not, yeah, I know that was your pick. We, we know you texted us. <laughs> too. And I, you it's know, fine. you guys know I'm not a big Philip Rivers fan, but he's playing really good. He is playing. He is doing, I think he had like 270 yards, two touchdowns, no turnovers. Like he had a very respectable game. Yeah. They've got a great defense. Yeah. So, well, it goes to what you were saying earlier that, you know, it's tough to not get excited when your team starts out on fire. You know, you look at the Titans who easily could have had a couple more losses that they could have easily lost to Denver. Yeah, they were squeaking by in games. Well, how many games have they won by three points this year? I think four or five. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you look at the Colts. I mean, talk radio, sports radio, they couldn't, they they took to Phillip Rivers struggling like, starved dogs take to a, a meat wagon. Oh yeah. Like it was like, he's done. He's done. Same thing. What was it? Brady in week two or wherever he had a, had a rough week. Like I just think you have to, as Rob said, now that we're getting to the middle, about the middle of the season, obviously the Colts are pretty damn good. LA, another fraud. Woo. Oh my <laughs> gosh. How do you lose that game? That was 400. That was all 470 something yards to Miami's 178 or 180. You get 30 first downs, they get eight, and you lose the game that bad. Yeah, Jared Goff. He's a fraud. I think he's, for the amount of he, money is they're paying him and how he's performing. He's, he looked, like a, he looked like, a, like a rookie out there. I mean, some of his turnovers were, were so bad. And, and they're a talented team. Aaron Donald's still, in my opinion, the best defensive player in the NFL. Like yeah. he, the dude just, he's a game changer. And, and to his first snap, he just yeah, got he, he sacked him and he fumbled it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, can uh, we talk about Tua for a second? So what do y'all think of his first game out? Because like he looked kind of small and just kind of averaged that whole game. And you know, like I know that he needs to, you know, you know, kind of get worked in, you know, and try to build up some confidence and stuff, but but Jamie, like he just looked really small and just like not really a strong arm out there. Like, I would I would agree. Very just kind of blah, maybe yeah. like C minus, you yeah. know, made a couple of a couple of nice throws. There's something about, you know, he's an Alabama quarterback, amazing college career how bad that injury was. And he's obviously, he's a really, really feel good story right right now of the league, but they were, I mean, I think on sports center, they had, it was like, I think they showed the, or it was on primetime. They showed the Ravens Titans first. I'm sorry, Ravens Steelers. And then they went to, uh, over to Tua watch mm-hmm. and his first. So they showed him getting sacked and then they showed like his first completion, which was like a 12 yard. I, I, I don't know. I, I, it's early. Obviously it's been one game, but yeah, I watched most of that game and there wasn't anything that thought if you didn't know who Tua was, you wouldn't, you'd be, you wouldn't think twice about it. Um, yeah. Again, it's early. I still think it'll be interesting to see if it was a mistake pulling Fitzpatrick as early as they did. Fitzmagic. Fitzmagic. But that, the Dolphins defense, man. They I mean, won that, that game, yeah, obviously. My Lord. Yeah. They're, they're a, they could be. They could make some make some noise in the playoffs in that wild card spot. Yeah, I think so too. Actually, um, I guess could go for the division, really. Yeah. Uh, and uh, before we move on, can we just talk about these Ben DiNucci tweets that you sent out, Rob? <laughs> yeah, I forgot about. I, I, yeah. 
so Ben DiNucci, you know, I mean, like obviously we were talking about earlier. Uh, so Rob last night, he sent us, um, there's uh, always a tweet. Oh yeah. There's always a tweet or, a, or, not, or not, not just a none few of tweets. them were as good as the, the Mitch Trubisky. What is it? I love kissing titties. Or <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's still the best. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So Rob sent us, um, a, a, a webpage from the daily snark yesterday. And these people dug up Ben DiNucci tweets from 2012. Now granted, you know, it's, you know, I mean, like I would hate to see my Twitter account from back. Well, like when I was in high school and college, but I was probably just tweeting about wrestling and just how girls and didn't date me. Oh yeah. Vibraphones and just pro wrestling. But man, like there's some of these tweets that are kind of I mean that they're kind of funny, but then there's some that are just like, Oh, that, that, that doesn't age well either. But, um, we had one tweet from August 22nd, 2012 that said, I wonder if horses want to eat us when they're hungry. And then there was another one that says Sandusky is up for president. Hashtag let's G that, that that's really not that great. Yeah. I, I don't know what that, I have no idea either. Wow. What, what year was that? 2012. And then he's kind of right around the time of the the Sandusky thing. Right. Yeah. That's pretty messed up. Odd. Uh, (laughs) Actually, I cannot stand Austin Mahomes. My gay, my gay. I don't like Austin Mahomes either. Mahone, as he had it written. He's kind of annoying, but just got invited to nationals to play for the Korean ping pong team. (laughs) I think I have to face Dong Dong first round. <laughs> oh my gosh. I guess I didn't read. I only saw the first couple. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He's, and then it keeps going on. Yeah. So I, I'm, we, we won't have to, we don't have to delve super, but th- those just reading those first three or four, it was like, wow, this guy's either insane or he has, maybe he has like multiple personalities or maybe he's just a, a dumbass. Yeah. So as soon as a new person starts, I just feel like it's just, you know, kind of funny and, but terrible to just, scroll back through someone's Twitter timeline from like eight years ago. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty thankful. I didn't, Twitter wasn't around when I was in, I'm, I'm sure none early. of the Dallas dim boys nation gave a shit about any of those. Most of them anyway, probably didn't really care. They're probably not. No. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, they probably just got Twitter last year. <laughs> what did you guys think? Uh, and any surprises, what, what stood out the most like NFL wise, surprise, surprise wins or, or, or observations. I did have one kind of quick observation that, which I heard that the league was kind of easing up on, but I have actually noticed it, how, how much less they're calling holding mm-hmm. so far, uh, which is infuriating when it's your team, but it's also awesome to get away with it. When, yeah. Um, I, I feel like the refs overall, even though that there's some debatable picking up of the flag in the, um, the game last night with the giants and the bucks, but does it seem to you guys like they're letting they're letting guys play a little bit more? I feel like I've seen more offensive PI calls. Like they're trying to make. It seems to me anyway that they're trying to. There's there was an emphasis on maybe not as many penalties thrown, or if they are, they've got to be very uh, very obvious. Outside of roughing the passer, that yeah. one continues to be pretty frustrating and, and, mm-hmm. and, and getting called too often. Uh, but I feel like overall refs have been. I feel like they're doing a pretty good job. Yeah. Cause I feel like they're just trying to level out the uh, playing field. Just like when it comes to, you know what I mean? Cause like, obviously just like in the NFL, like the defense is at a massive disadvantage half the time, like when it comes to certain rules and stuff. But um, yeah, Joey, I definitely feel what you're talking about. The roughing the passer thing is just really odd to me too, because like there's some plays I see and I'm like, Oh, that just seems like a great hit. And then it's like, yeah. Oh, just because like it looked really bad or it looked like his head bounced off the field just in a terrible way. It's like, oh, no, no, roughing the passer. It's just like, I just, I just do. I hate it. Like when it happens to the Panthers, 
But then, like, what happens to us? Obviously, we're just like, oh yeah, yeah, fucking. You can't do that. Oh, you can't do that. It's always the. It's always when you see like. So you know, if you're watching the broadcast, you see the pass go down the field. It's incomplete, and then you all you see the little yellow flag thing in the corner. You're (laughs) like, ah, and they're like, oh, it's in the backfield, and you know, son of a bitch. Yeah. Speaking of hits, how about uh, I'm blanking on the name of the the Bears receiver, just doing his Rocky Balboa impression. Oh, Javon Williams. Yeah. Those were two solid punches with it. I mean, to his helmet, like he was, and yeah. I, I read what he was so upset about. The only thing I read was that he had spit on him and he said something mean. Well, he had, they showed the video of it. He, at some point earlier in the game, they had gotten into a, some kind of jaw session. Gardner Johnson pulled his uh, mouthpiece off of his face mask. Now there were some reports that, that he spit on him. There's been no video of that. And, and even, I think there was even one report that, Gardner Johnson said, told the refs that he had spit on somebody, which why would you do that? Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, and he's, you know, he's a real chippy guy. You know, he's, he's had an issue, you know, obviously he got in a, a fight with Michael Thomas in practice and he probably said something to call Michael Thomas slant boy <laughs> one too many times. And you know, what are you going to do actually play? Yeah. You know, he's, he, when he was in Florida, he was a, he was a pretty aggressive, you know, chippy jolly guy. Um, that stuff happens a lot. I mean, I, you know, yeah, maybe he went too far, but I mean, I've seen dudes, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, who is a Denver player. That, Bill Romanowski. He, well, yeah, Romanowski, but I'm talking about, uh, 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 Kaleeb who, you know, when he pulled oh, uh, Michael Crabtree's, yeah. uh, uh, fresh chain, from shooting himself yeah. in the leg, pulled off his chain, pulled his chain. I mean, you know, stuff like that happens. Yeah. It might not be cool, but like to just out of nowhere, punch a guy in the head twice, like after a dead play where you weren't even involved. Yeah, that was and yeah. Gardner Johnson. Just two games. Gardner Johnson had his back to him. He was he like poked Chauncey him on the shoulder. was looking right? the other way, and he literally just kind of came behind him and, and roundhouse him. He just stood there, and he did the right thing. You know, he yeah he kept his arms down, and and then um, I can't remember who came up and defended him when they got into it. But yeah, that was that was a very strange like. It doesn't surprise me because Chauncey's a he's a you know he's a he's a he's a mouthy dude. You know, his hand can't be doing great. No, because so this was going to be my pod damn it this week because Rob already had one. Like, I'll just do one now. It's just like, yeah, I mean, like, why would you like try to hit somebody with a helmet on? Because it's not going to affect them at all. Yeah. And, and it's just and, like the dude just sat there. Like, I'm pretty sure like I saw him smile at one yeah, point. He, he was not faced. And, you're, and no. you're just like, dude, what? I mean, same way with the Florida uh, Missouri game right before halftime. Like you saw dudes swinging at guys that had helmets on. And I'm just like, yeah, I know it's the heat yeah. of the moment, but like at some point you take inventory of what's going on like you're going to hurt your hands yeah badly dude like if you have one punch <laughs> say like one punch before you know people come and tear you away i mean like don't hit him in the helmet like if you're gonna go yeah. for some try to uh, yeah. like uppercut him yeah. to where like you can hit him in his chin just don't hit i don't know yeah that was my pod damn it because it just doesn't make sense to me i mean hockey's great drop gloves helmets off boom go but man just yeah sorry well they always continue i feel like people you know they always say if you hit someone with your fit, even on like just their bare face, chances are you're going to really hurt your hand. How much more so with a professional football helmet on? Right. And yeah. then to do two. And it felt like there was a couple second pause between he punched him and he was like, you know what? You deserve one more. I'm like, That's, <laughs> and you're a wide receiver. Yeah. So pass receiver for Jackson. Pass so receiver. you, you just messed up one of your hands. That, uh, that, that was, yeah. A uh, quick question. Have y'all actually ever hit a person as hard as you can before? Like yep. punch someone in the face. I never have. You never have. I never either. have. No. Okay. 
I've just always wondered what that would feel like. Yeah. You know, just, you know, just to see if I can knock someone out if I really had to, like if, if things got really shitty or chippy somewhere, it's like, well, I got one shot. Let's see how it's going to go. But yeah, I've never gotten to a fight. So I guess I'm not yeah. a person that would pick a fight or I, like, I don't know why a person would pick a fight with me because I'm not an alpha male as y'all can tell. Yeah, I mean, I think that's safe to say yeah, looking around sure. our little circle here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know I strike fear into a lot of, a lot of people. We, I was at a, my wife's brother's show, his band was playing once and a guy came up to Brent. He was kind of drunk and he, he just kind of kept leaning over like to talk to her. And I thought that's kind of weird. I was standing next to her and then he leaned in like he was trying to kiss her on the cheek and I, and she kind of like moved away. Mm hmm. And without even thinking about it, I just shoved him with one hand. Like, you know, I'm sure in my mind it was like, Whoa, get yeah. off. But I probably just pushed him back. And he stood up. He goes, he was so drunk. He goes, I don't want to squall with you, man. I don't want to squall with you. And I, it was the first time in my life I thought. He said I, squall? Squall. <laughs> the first time in my life I thought, I think this dude is going to punch me. And it was pretty scary three seconds. Yeah. But he was stu super drunk. That's the closest. Yeah. I, I am very much a, I'm a lover, not a fighter. Same. It's my 160 pound frame frame would, would tell you. I'm right there with you. Yeah. Man. So what about the giants and the uh, bucks last night for Monday night football? Uh, Daniel Jones threw a couple picks. Turnover machine. Turnover machine. Shows, shows just enough to, I mean, he's a talented guy. Just, yeah. Just enough to be like, oh, that one maybe pass, this is that one touchdown pass that he threw to Golden Tate was, that was great. Was choice yeah he just needs to <laughs> that was and it was a great catch by tate yeah and it was a great catch but but yeah i mean oh and how awesome side note how awesome was it to see him wear the the all-white throwback giants like phil sims era Dude, oh, those, those helmets are awesome too. Those, like, oh, those awesome. Giants. I, I want yeah. them to go back Dude, they, I, I they said that. giants on them right yeah, yeah. they had the throwbacks uniform. on the kind of the kind of like sheeny or you know kind of blue that's got a little bit of flake in it yeah the old logo and the, mm -hmm. the old school like you know 70s and 80s all white giants uniforms they looked Great. Yeah. I miss that. It made me think of, I felt like it was like Saturday afternoon and I should be listening to Pat Summerall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, 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 there aren't many, I think I legitimately prefer every, every team's eighties slash early nineties uniform better, better than the ones now. There, yeah, there's like just the Bucks logo, dude, like the Bucks old school logo, just like with oh the, uh, like the sword in the teeth and so good. Yeah, the the cream yeah. I loved them. Yeah. Same. I mean, they're again, that's a, uh, anything's better than those horrible digital alarm clock jerseys they had a couple <laughs> yeah. of years ago that was just yeah those were wow those were bad those were that was a surprising quick that was a surprisingly good game yeah um because you look at the schedule you're like how oh, the way the giants are playing this year well first off like how come the the monday night football game has been like you know kind of like shitty teams here recently like well it just seems like I really don't feel like watching you know it's like giants somebody, like, somebody thought the giants were going to be better this year yeah i mean they do make the you know obviously they make the schedule super early when they've but I think they should flex, you know, how they do, what is it, the last four to six weeks of the year, they'll start flexing primetime games. Yeah. I think they should just be able to do that all year season. round, which I guess yeah. is rough if your team's <laughs> starting out rough and you got tickets or, you know, whatever. But give us some, give us some better games. Yeah, for sure. Um, so do y'all think Dan, okay, so this is my opinion on Daniel Jones. Okay, like I think he's trying to do way too much. And I think that him playing in New York, coming after Eli Manning. And then, you know, you like, you just see all these newer quarterbacks, Mahomes, like even Justin Herbert's been making some great plays. Joe Burrow, he's trying to uh, keep up with the Joneses. <laughs> well, I mean, like a little bit. I, I, I mean, like, I honestly didn't I mean to do that pun. I just actually thought of that now. You're a dad. It just comes naturally. Oh. It's just right there. Oh, yeah, total yeah. dad. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I just feel like he's, 
I mean, he's just trying to do way too much. And 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 like if he just played it safe, just throw away balls. Don't try to be a playmaker like a Mahomes or, or I mean or a Burrow. Like just play your game. Like I think he would do way better and not have as many turnovers because I mean like obviously I mean, like most of his turnovers have been, you know, him getting tackled to the ground, trying to make a play, because I feel like we're in this age of, you know, you know, playing, you know, like Madden 21, these credible quarterbacking plays and throws. You know, like, I just don't think that's his game at all. And for him to have a chance and to build that confidence, he really doesn't need to be doing any of that. Yeah, I mean, like, what do you guys think about Daniel Jones, right? I mean, like, do you think he is going to be the answer for the Giants going forward? Or I I think he could be. Um, I think that he shows enough flashes to make you think that he could be. But as you said, I mean, he's a year, almost a year and a half into his career. Some of his turnovers and his throws, he just needs to know better at this point. Yeah. Um, those, some of the throws he made last night were like, okay, man, that's like your first or second start. You just want to make a big play so bad that you're willing to do that. I mean, he has something like he's averaging more than one turnover every, every game. Yeah. Like it, it, it's a lot. Um, he's right behind Ryan leaf. Yes. For the first two years. We saw that stat last night, but they, the, I think what you're talking about with the, you know, Madden, um, and if you watch a guy like Mahomes or the throw Lamar Jackson made the other day, there is something in the game that wasn't there maybe as much 10 years ago where the backward underhand left hand inside out throw is such a, it's, it's, you know, number one, top 10 ESPN, number one highlight. And so I think some of these younger quarterbacks are they're like, as you said, they're just trying to do too much instead of taking what's there as much as I can't stand Russell Wilson He's so good at taking what's there. Yeah. And he, he makes so few mistakes. It's like you sound like Chris Collinsworth right now, man. <laughs> what's, fr- what's frustrating about him is he he could also do those freak throws and everything. Uh, but the only time that Mahomes or Machines gets himself into trouble is when he tries to do too much. Yeah. And I think that these younger guys, Drew Locke has been guilty of the suit. They want to make plays so bad and they want to do well. It's obviously, it's understandable they want to do well. And then part of that is I think that we are so impatient as fans and owners and we want to win the Super Bowl every year. And so there is no two to three years for a quarterback to develop. Yeah. And that's why we see we can probably go through and name four or five quarterbacks that started playing well right out of college and didn't regress. And that's it. And that's out of 32. Mm-hmm. So there, there's no the advantage that Daniel Jones has is the Giants are so bad that he does have time to actually keep playing and keep improving and maybe next year be the guy. Yeah. Rob, what do you think? Yeah. I, I think he definitely has skills. I think it's a common, uh, to to Joey's point, I agree. He's, I think he feels like he has to create plays like last night, that second interception that he threw when he was getting sacked, it looked like he was on the cusp, like, Oh, maybe I'll throw it out of bounds, but maybe in the last second, he decided to throw it to the, receiver on the flat on the sideline and it got picked off at the last second. Yeah. He just, you know, and I don't think Garrett's really helping him. Like there was a couple of play calls last night. They were like, they were that third and 11, like they were down in the red zone and they threw a fucking screen that mm-hmm. lost like three yards, you know, and they had to kick a field goal. It's like, why are you not going for the end zone? Why are you throwing a screen? And that's another, I have a huge problem with that play just in general. Cause it rarely ever works. It's to me, it's like the fourth and one, Running, oh, it yeah. out, running it out. Are you of talking the, about a wide receiver screen or either? Yeah, one? it was a wide receiver screen. Wide receiver, to, yep. 
Completely agree. Cause, cause he does have some, like, you know, he's got Ingram really good tight end. Darren Slayton. Yep. Shepherd. Playing really well. You know, he's and golden Tate. Who's an older guy caught a great ball last night. So it's not like they don't have, and who's the God, who's that running back that they have. He had a great game last night. Uh, starts with a G. Why can't I cannot remember his name? Um, so they, they, they were, they were given Tampa the business, you know, and Tampa was coming at him. You know, Devin White had a great game last night. I think he sacked Jones once and they, they were getting in his grill. Uh, they were playing well though. And he just was, yeah, he's just trying to make too much. Is that Gallman? Gallman. Yeah. Gallman, Gallman was having yeah. a great game last yeah. night. He's good. He might be a waiver wire pickup, but by the way, guys, I did end up winning my game. I know you were concerned. Yeah. That's why Opal couldn't sleep last night. He's like, yeah. Dad, have you heard from Rob? Uh, I was, I, I was just I, getting I buried, man. Just you know, you wa- I have a bad habit of watching the projected point total. Like, just go down. Oh, yeah, I do that. All <laughs> and the just time. watching it, like <laughs> and it was like it was like almost halftime, and and uh, Roethlisberger had no points, and I'm like, did he get hurt? And I'm like, you know, that's when I text you guys, like, Is, have you heard anything? Because like I was checking the wire, and there was nothing about him, and um, so yeah, I didn't win my game, so. Uh, but I may pick Gallman up because Mostert's probably not going to be back anytime soon. Yeah, he's just trying too hard. I, hopefully, he'll settle down and they'll start figuring out more what his strengths are because he's got an arm. He threw some really great balls last night. Yeah, he's got. I think he gets the yips. You know, when, once he starts to have, get his feet moving, he that's when his decision process starts to break down, and that's normal for young guys. And like I said earlier, I think before we started recording, I give him a little grace now because of that, but if we're looking at next season for two or three games in and he's still doing that, you know, as much as he's played and hasn't learned from it, if that's still happening, then you got to start looking elsewhere. Pod damn it. Pod damn it. Pod damn it. All right. We're back with everybody's favorite segment of the week. It's time for pod damn it. Me and Rob had many pod damn it's earlier on in the show. Um, it was a side pod. It was a side it. pod. Yeah. Damn it. it was a sub, a sub, sub damn. Sub. <laughs> <laughs> Subdural, damn it! Sub- <laughs> yeah, that got me. All right, uh, who wants to go first this week? I, I want to go first. Okay, okay, Rob's up. I want to go first. My pod, damn it, goes out to Dabo Swinney, head coach of the Clemson Tigers. Uh, the fake Death Valley. Well, yeah. Who cares? <laughs> I, I, it, that's yeah. I think they actually did have it first. I, I don't. I, I, he's always kind of bothered me. He just seems to be. He seems to be more concerned with you know, this players liking them than actually being a good football coach. And I, and I kind of, you know, we all understand how the, the hierarchy of coaching goes, you know, when you're a head coach, especially in college, there's not a lot of, there's some coaching going on, but you're, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of a, uh, I don't know what's the word, but anyway, game I'm manager. getting side. Yeah. A game manager. So they, uh, they have a come behind wind to a team that's unranked. I think they were 25 point underdogs uh, Boston college was. And so they won that game by six points and they had to granted they held up. They held Boston college scoreless in the second half and came back and won the game without Trevor Lawrence with a, uh, with a freshman quarterback, a, a great last name, Lele or something like that. Really good player. Like that, that kid's he's a hoss. He's going to be a really good player, but so they win the game by six points. Um, not a narrow loss, but, but, they had to they had to kick scratch and claw to get back and win that game. An impressive win, you know. ACC is not a cupcake league at all, and you know BC was a I think they were four and two. But to go into the locker room dancing around with your players 
like you just won the national championship. That's a bad look to me. Yeah. You almost got beat by a team that was unranked and you were, you know, the, the line was like 24, 25 points. And you're going to like, would Nick Saban have done that? I know coach O wouldn't have, you know, you think about some of the, you know, your, your really good college football, play, uh, college football coaches from the past few years, you know, urban Meyer, I mean, guys that took their job seriously. I'm sorry. That that's a bad look. I would have those kids out running fucking burpees and sprints yeah. on the on the practice field after that game because well, they they did not play well that first half. So Nick Saban like was pissed off his uh, his player uh, took the ball like out of the end zone and got like his ankle crushed. Yeah, you know, and he last just, week. He, yeah, he said his disdain. So I, yeah, he'd definitely not hey, go to the locker room and, like that. And I don't I don't want to besmirch a win is is a win, especially this year of this weird COVID season. You know, everyone's having and the weird schedules and everything. Um, but there's a, there's still a lot of game to play and you've got Notre Dame coming up this week and Trevor Lawrence is not playing again. So you might want to save that celebration for, you know, a conference title or, or a, uh, you know, a, a national championship win or something. I mean, granted that you needed that win and you got it. And again, I'm not trying to take anything against from the, my, my shoes, not with the kids, on that team, the players on the team is with him. I think that shows a lack of leadership. And I think he's, he's trying to be more of a, a, a buddy. Grant, I don't know, you know, what happened the day after that when, you know, or the next day when the, you know, practices started and how he handled what, what the temperature of that day was, but I would have been pissed. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I would have not been, I would have gone full ass fucking, bag of whoop ass bear Brian on those kids and had them out running fucking sprints. Yeah. So that's my pod. Dan. Yeah. Put your Saban or Belichick <clears throat> doing that after, after no that kind of way. Game. And again, I don't want to take anything away from the wins. That's a big win. And it was, and it was important for them, obviously, but treating it like it was some kind of uh you know, conference championship or, or national championship win, just dancing around like a, I, again, and I'll probably say I'm not a big Dabo Swinney fan, but that just, that looked if I'd seen anybody do that, Dan Mullen, Coach O, you know, anybody, you know, Mark Stoops, anybody doing that, that that just would have looked bad. So, pod damn it, Dabo Swinney, pulled together, quit acting like a jackass. All right. Uh, I guess I'll go next. Uh, uh, I actually have two pod damn it's. Uh, one's for Halloween. Um, this has always been a concern of mine whenever I see people and friends dress up for Halloween. And if you post on social media, a picture of you in your costume uh, and you have to do a side by side of what you're dressed as, I'm just kind of at a loss for words because if you have to let people know what you're dressed as your, I mean, your costume kind of sucks. <laughs> it's you didn't do a good job. Yeah. You didn't really yeah. do a good job. Um, yeah. That's always been a p- big pet peeve of mine. Pod damn it. Yeah, just get a better costume. Like, oh, no, oh no, I'm so and so from this. Well, sorry, I, I, I didn't know that. I, yeah, you failed, dude. I'm sorry, I don't know. But then, like on the other hand, like if you do have a very, very niche costume that maybe one or two people would get it, and, and I think it's really hilarious, that's great. Just post it, and if people go, oh, I don't get it, that's fine. But yeah, dude, like if you have to tell me who you are, right. I've, 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 I've never. Yeah. yeah, just come on, just get a better costume. So that's my Halloween one. So I know we didn't hand out candy this year. We, uh, we didn't do anything and it was awesome. So 
we didn't have to worry about kids coming in or there you go. Yeah, it was great. Uh, my sports pod, damn it, is the college football rankings. Uh, Rob, did you do this last week? Um, I probably have mentioned it. I'm not a big fan of the rankings. Yeah. Yeah. So the Pac-12, I think, starts again this week, this weekend. Yeah. For, yep. First weekend. In and, and we have Oregon and USC ranked, uh, well, like respectively 12th and 20th, and they haven't even played a single game yet when... And did you see who else he snuck in there this week? The very bottom? Uh, oh, Liberty. Liberty Flames. Hugh yeah. Freeze. You got to be kidding me. Yeah. yeah. Come so, on. As, yeah. as Jerry Falwell uh, sues him for defamation. <laughs> but I digress. So go ahead. Oh, no. I oh, know. Just, I mean, like the college football rankings have never made sense. Rob, you talked about this last week. I mean, like you have talked about this before. I, I just don't understand how you can rank teams without them even playing a, a game. game of football. Yeah, exactly. So like, I think that like they honestly just shouldn't have rankings until the playoff rankings come out. What? Like halfway through the season or at least a month. Uh, yeah. Like at least give, a month. give it at the very least. Give us a month to see how teams are going to play. Like LSU got yeah. way overvalued this year. I knew they were going to be bad. Mm-hmm. Everyone on paper knew that they, it, it, but you put, I think they came out at seventh or eighth. It's like, are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. And they're not a good team. Yeah. And, and most people knew they weren't going to be good. Yeah. So to have a, uh, yeah, just Oregon and USC ranked like, yeah, dude, like Oregon's ranked 12th right now. And there's... Well, they haven't lost. Yeah, they, I guess they haven't lost yet. So yeah, uh, yeah, like I've just never understood the reasoning behind uh, rankings coming out. Yeah, just so early. And plus, you know, plus like especially this year with, you know, season start times being just all across the board in, in, in uh, like every single conference. Yeah, just, yeah, just a team that has no wins, no losses. I mean, it hasn't played a game yet, but yet they're ranked 12th above come undefeated team still. I, I just, I just don't get it. So pod damn it. NCAA, please just don't have rankings yet. I, I can't argue. These are I'm good. Done. I'm a little nervous about my, I, I've I'm got done. two quick pod damn it's. One on the Clemson train. I can't remember what his name is, but the defensive coordinator for Clemson, it's super cool, right? He's like ah, energy coaches that require a person to hold them back, like <laughs> hold on to their shirt and pull them. Yeah. I can't even, that makes me crazy. Dan Mullen should have somebody doing that for him. It's and, and they do it. Be, <laughs> exactly. They do it because if they go on the field, they get a penalty. And if you watch, like, I'm sure you guys have noticed this before, but the next time you do it, watch what happens when you see it, watch what happens when they let go of them and the way these, I'm sure interns or whatever, have to watch the field and how they just go and, and, and pull their shirt. Again. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen Yeah, on a college football sideline. Stop it. If these idiots can't keep themselves from going on the field, then just flag them. And then if it happens a second time, throw them out of the freaking game. Yeah. Like we're adults. You can't go onto the field. You don't need, you know, junior back here, 19 and, and trying to get his start with the football team holding on to your sweaty shirt that you've just sweated your ass off on a hundred degree weather, pulling you back. It's yeah. ridiculous. That's, that's, that's literally what you do to a toddler. Yeah. When you're like, I'm going to hold you back so you don't touch the the hot stove or something like that. Pod damn it. That drives me crazy. I'm actually a little fired up right now. Just thinking about it. <laughs> do you want to come hold you back? I think so. Yeah. I'm just thinking about, I it. might just throw like my a, first punch. Like I'm just, <laughs> I'm just think, thinking about a poor old, like graduate assistant. <laughs> like that's his, that's his sole job. Oh, Hey honey, I saw you on TV today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But old, old, a defensive coordinator almost decked me because he was just too into the yeah. moment, which, 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 uh, well, well, like that's like another thing too. It's just like, I've, 
I mean, he's like, I hate the excuse of, well, dude, like he just gets so hyped up and so excited. You know I mean? Dude, I mean, like, that's awesome. He's just, he's just so hyped. And just like, no, dude, you're a grown adult. Just be a coach, man. The passion's a great thing. It's yeah. like the Dabo Swinney things. Like, I, I understand him being excited about his team winning and coming from behind. Yeah. But it's what you do with it past the point, you know, you're still in a, you're still the head coach. You're still a defensive coordinator. You're still trying to show these men an example of how conduct and behavior affects all points of the game before, during, and after. And yeah, if you're having somebody hold you back, that's yeah. just, wow. You're going to run, you're going to pull Woody Hayes and run out there and start hitting players. Exactly. Like, like, and what, while you're, you're yelling and screaming 19 and 20 year old kids who you talk about having emotion going and being fired up if a, as a defensive lineman to get down in a, in a, in a ready to go position and hold it for anywhere from 20 to 30 seconds with a hundred thousand people screaming as they try to draw you off sides. Yeah. But yet you need, you need little Johnny jr. Holding you back by your sweaty t-shirt, which by the way, not, not to co-opt your pod. Damn it. It's, this isn't a pod. Damn it. This is actually a really great moment in that game. Test Joe Tessitore calling the game when the sun, yeah, the kicker, son, yeah. Oh, ran yeah. up and, and caused the offsides. That was, that was a awesome. great moment. Yeah. That was like, a great he, play call just, by the he way. Heard yeah. him just going, that was so ballistic cool. in his voice. Like he was so proud of his son. So I just wanted to mention that that was a great, that was, a that's great the moment. stuff that I love that makes me love the game I more agree. and more when I see stuff like that. So anyway, um, not to interrupt your pod, that pod damn it's over that, 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 that one. And I'll, I will close with this short one. The world series. I think we all kind of watched it oh, I, here and there. It was enjoyable. And I, it, Oh man, I is forgot it, is about it, that. Is it cash? It's yeah, cash. The last Kevin cash. Yeah. Baseball for a lot of people, for the casual fan can be difficult to watch. It's a slow game. There's pitching changes. It's just moves slow. There's visits to the mound. Now guys are wearing winter gloves on their hands, which did I, did I, I feel like I talked about oh, the base lighting. Yeah. 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 His decision to pull and now I'm blanking on the name of the pitcher, Brad Snell, Snell to yeah. pull him after he gave up his second single in five and a third innings and then struck out nine because of the analytics as he sat in his dugout and he looked at his spreadsheets and as the Dodgers were going through, I believe it was their one, two, three, or maybe two, three, four, basically the, the heart of their lineup, which he had struck out, which he struck twice out each. twice yeah. each was unbelievable, borderline unforgivable a- analytics in baseball. And I know they use them, you know, coaches, either head coaches have them or somebody on their team has a, okay, if the score is this and the score is this, you go for two. I get it. There's a place for it. But this whole thing with moving seven of your defensive players to third base because 93% of the time the guy hits there. It, it, it's, it's, it's that game has really become a slave to, to the analytical side. Absolutely. And it, and it, me it ruined crazy. I really think it ruined that. I think it ruined that game. All right. And that wraps up this episode of one more pass. You can follow us at one more pass on Instagram at one more pass on Twitter rate subscribed on whatever podcast platform you listen to and uh yeah do y'all do y'all have anything to say to our past receivers this week go vote if you haven't go vote the sun will come up tomorrow and whoever wins at least we have football this weekend yes Very and it should true. be a good weekend too there's some good games coming up yeah uh panthers will get mauled by the chiefs i'm so excited i don't know man you never know have faith yeah teddy Come on, Teddy. Where are they playing? Oh, wait a minute. Home field advantage doesn't matter. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll see you all next week.